Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? When are you guys gonna learn? The more you indict, the more we unite. Facts. It's Trump 2024. We don't care. You heard me? We already made our mind up. You already know when the hood got your back. Man, they deep in the hood, gangsters. Talking about Trump 2024, you heard me. Woo woo! Wah! Gangsters! The hood got this man back. I'm just trying to tell you. You heard me? And we ain't we ain't stupid, man. American people, man. We ain't we ain't all them talking about lockdowns and back when the mask and all that. You know, they got a new virus coming and it's gonna be man nobody don't care. Ain't fooling nobody no more with none of that. You know, new jack ain't nobody. Nobody being fooled no more. We all the way up. You heard me? It's Trump 2024. That's what it's going to be because we ain't having nothing else. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Well, look at this. Hour number three already of the Wendy Bell Radio program. If you're new to the show, remember our podcast, 2 million downloads, Wendy Bell Radio, wherever you get your favorite listening materials. And uh, if you're on the app, Wendy Bell Radio Network, enjoy the live stream. We enjoy hearing your comments and thoughts along the way. You know, I'm going to say it, and I think they need to keep doing it. Keep voting to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. I don't care how long it takes. I have not met Alejandro Mayorkas. I don't know Alejandro Mayorkas, but one can only judge based on performance, what he says. See, that's the rub I have with everybody's hatred of of Vladimir Putin. I don't know. I have no idea what to say about the man. I have no idea what to think about the man because what you hear about him comes from sources that are not to be trusted. All we want to hear is words from his own mouth. All we want to know is that we are working in a a government that does not hate us. All we ask for is that all of these corrupted alphabet agencies and all of their realms of experience from communication to technology to pharmaceuticals to just plain old medicine. Can we get back to the business of just being decent human beings again and just working hard and trying to lead by example so our kids watch us and emulate us? Can we stop with a, with a strategy of fear and, and creating all of these hysterical issues that we need to quote-unquote glom onto and care about? It's not complicated. Life is hard enough, right? We shouldn't be able to, we shouldn't have to doubt everything they say to us. But we do. And this Alejandro Mayorkas guy, if we are to judge him by his actions, and we are to judge him by his words, is a scumbag. I mean, I don't know what else to say to you. Every single person in this administration is a retread from Barack Obama. So Barack Obama is behind the curtain, 
in addition to whom else? I don't know. All the big money makers, all the big names, the Rothschilds, the who knows? I don't know. We should know. But this Mayorkas is a special slice of darkness. So many of these stories don't hit home until they hit home. And you cross your heart and you hope and you pray that it's never you that gets the knock on the door. I don't want to see that state trooper. I don't want to get that phone call. That someone I love is gone because we have a government that sucks. This headline got me. This is on Breitbart. DHS Chief Mayorkas. Americans killed by illegals should not be politicized. See, he's missing, he's missing the point. Americans killed. That's the point. Americans killed by is the action point. Because I'm not down with Americans being killed by anybody. Let alone people you've welcomed in. Who you know are dangerous. Who you want to be here. Because you need them to create chaos. And then smugly. You lie under oath to our face. And there's no consequence. Keep voting to impeach. Hey Mike Gallagher. Wake up. Ken Buck, I know you want a job at CNN, bro. But you have a 92% A Liberty score on conservative review. Are you really that desperate? That you would vote against what is so obviously necessary just so you could get your foot in the door at Jen Psaki's network? Really? Here's the story. American deaths at the hands of illegal aliens, quote, should not be politicized. Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, who's facing impeachment, told the Washington Post this week. In a long profile by the Post, Mayorkas is featured as a victim of attacks by Republican lawmakers. Really? I wonder if he's also getting death threats. It's one of the last Hail Mary cards they try to play, right? This week, House Republicans felt just shy of the majority needed to approve articles of of impeachment against Mayorkas. The leadership has vowed to try again. One of the reasons House Republicans have sought to impeach Mayorkas, as the Post notes, is the federal government's inability to protect Americans from illegal immigration. It's his job. To keep the homeland safe. If a flood of humanity. Is not indicative of failure. Worthy of impeachment. I don't know what is. Last year for example. My orcas recalled having to face angel mom. Elisa Tambunga. You guys remember this story? Tambuga's 71-year-old mother, Maria, and her 7-year-old daughter, Emilia, 
were killed in a Texas crash caused by a human smuggler from the United States-Mexico border that was trafficking 11 illegal aliens into the country. Maria was bringing her granddaughter Emilia home from a play date at the time of the crash. During the congressional hearing last year, Mayorkas recalled making a vague apology to the Angel family. Elisa Tembunga, though, said the apology did not cut it and met with Mayorkas after the meeting, showing him a video of her daughter following the crash. I shared a very, very, very private video of my daughter after the crash. Now imagine in your mind's eye what her daughter looked like after she was killed in that crash. And she said, I made him watch it. And I said, don't you dare look away. You need to see what is happening. Mayorkas acknowledged to the Post that the Tambunga case is just extraordinarily tragic. And followed up saying that losses like theirs have suffered, should not be politicized. You're worried about the freaking optics? She's worried about her daughter and her mother who are dead. And you're worried about the politics. You're a scumbag. The remark comes as Mayorkas refused to face her, of course, and Angel families last month who told their stories before the House Homeland Security Committee and blamed his actions, Mayorkas's, at the border for each of their daughter's deaths. All the Department of Homeland Security had to do was make one phone call to El Salvador to know he was an MS-13 gang member on the list. Angel mom Tammy Noble said last month, who's now suing the Biden administration for her daughter's 20-year-old Kayla Hamilton's rape and murder. Hamilton was strangled to death and raped in July of 2022, allegedly by an illegal alien MS-13 gang member who had recently been released into the U.S. interior as an unaccompanied alien child, despite being a known MS-13 gang member. Biden, as president, has refused to acknowledge the plight of angel families. For three consecutive years, he has ignored the National Day of, Rem of Remembrance for Americans killed by illegal aliens. We have to have a day because there are so freaking many. And your president can't be trifled with acknowledging the loss. But he can't be trifled with Lahaina either. Or with East Palestine. You guys holding your breath for that? I know I'm not. On the flip side of this break, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about this. Amazing. I'm in the land before time. It's what I affectionately call Pennsylvania. So backwards. So blue. So stupid. Right? Something's going on, though. Democrats are jumping ship. Not just a couple hundred or a couple thousand or a couple ten thousand. Oh, boy. Democrats don't like being Democrats anymore. I can't wait. It's next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program.
So back to that buzz I've been feeling. I don't know about you guys. I'm one of those. I, I pick up vibes on people. You can walk into a room and you can feel it right away. Some people can't do that. And it's, it's difficult because it's heavy sometimes. And, and when you know as much as we all know and share on this program and you know, it's, it's mental. It's heavy, right? But there has been a decided buzz, an excitement, a shift in momentum, the pendulum, the movement, the awakening, all of it. It's so necessary and it's so freaking frustrating because unfortunately we need to crash and burn before we learn and change and grow. God, I hope we've burned enough. Apparently in Pennsylvania we have. Headline from Breitbart, Democrats drop. Blank in voter registration edge in Pennsylvania. What do you want? What do you think? Brock, I'm going to let you jump in here. What do you think it is? How many voters did Pennsylvania lose in registrations to the Democrat Party? Just throw, I'm, I'm, throw a we're, number. We're, we're pretty heavy Democrats, so yes. I'm going to go I'm going to go high. Okay. And say 85,000. 260,000. I was close. Democrats dropped 260,000 in voter registration edge in Pennsylvania. Guys. What? Here's the story. Democrats have dropped nearly 260,000 in their voter registration edge, more than double the 2020 margin in Pennsylvania, according to the latest statistics. A brief look at Pennsylvania voter registration statistics shows Democrats leading Republicans with 3,893,342 registered Democrats to 3,475,267 registered Republicans. A difference of 418,075 registered voters. That doesn't sound like a great deal until you realize, ah... It was really big before. A broader look shows that this trend has continued for the past several years as Democrats had a registered voter advantage of more than 916,000 voters in 2016, shrank to 685,000 voters in 2020. And according to the Republican National Committee, the Republicans reduced the gap even further by 161,549 voters since 2022 alone, bringing it from a deficit of 605,000 voters compared to Democrats to 443,000 in December of 2023. Guys, that is huge. That is Scott Pressler. (laughs) I don't know if you guys follow him, the persistence on X. He is phenomenal. He should be the dude who takes over for Ronna McDaniel if we ever can get her to get out of there. A broader look, however, shows this trend has continued for the past several years. I already read that to you. This trend is not exclusive to Pennsylvania. Wait, wait, what? Republicans are making what the RNC described to Breitbart's news, if you can believe the RNC. And you know what? I don't know. But let's just say for a second we do. RNC describing this trend to Breitbart News as, quote, historic voter registration gains in battleground states across the country. As of December, Republicans had a 192,000 voter advantage over Democrats in Arizona. 
they adding 60,000 voters since 2021. Republicans continue to close the gap in other key states as well, including Florida, Georgia, Nevada, North Carolina, and Wisconsin, as Breitbart News has detailed. In Georgia, Republicans were down 343,000 voters as of November 2020. But that gap has decreased by more than 240,000 voters as of December of this past year. Meaning, Republicans have reduced the Democrats' registration lead by 102,514 voters over the past three years. What? The, I mean... I love that they bury this, too. This is like down at the very bottom after, you know, stuff about Dylan Mulvaney getting a new bra or something like that. It's like, oh, yeah, by the way, well, uh, by the way, you guys are doing really well. In North Carolina, Republicans reduced the gap by to 118,000 voters, bringing it from 316,000 in November of 2021 to 197 in December of 2023. Wisconsin, the Republican advantage over Democrats has grown from 80,266 in November to 111,355. The figures come as polls show former President Donald Trump leading Joe Biden in the same key swing states. Now, come on. You don't have to have goosebumps. You don't have to have the shivers, but you feel it, don't you? Because I can. And it's fantastic. So when we come back from this short commercial break, I want to talk about this as I turn my page here, ladies and gentlemen. This is what the news has become. And this is why people are tuning in, turning it off. We've got a little CNN meltdown for you. One of their news hacks flipping about Tucker Carlson. We had to take it and chop it up into segments. It's that good and that sad. You'll hear it here next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. It's unfortunate to watch as um, as I sit in the chair of journalism and I know a lot about the media. I know about how to tell a story. I, I've won 21 Emmy Awards in my career. I have five Edward R. Murrow Awards. I have more Associated Press Awards than I could tell you about and none of that matters if you don't have common sense. And the common sense is we have a serious problem with media being believable, with media telling the truth, with media remembering what it was like back in the good old days when we were told, hey, you need to come to work and you need to have some story ideas. You need, you need to enterprise things. You need, to, you need to be out there in the community. You need to see things. What, what interests you? Nowadays, it's all just crime because it's the cheapest and the easiest things to cover. They're made for quick reporting. There's no thought. There are very few really deep investigative stories. There's no truth seeking. It's about a story that they're pushing. That one side is right and one side is wrong. One person is good. One person is bad. But I believe none of them. And I'm sure you don't either. But this old Tucker Carlson freak out on the left has been very intriguing and we found this specific it's only like three minutes two minutes i think 
of this gal on CNN. Her name is Abby Phillip. And I've seen Abby manage some interviews in the past. This is no dullard. This is not a dumb woman. She's a very intelligent woman. But I wish she could get those progressive liberal blinders off so that she could think critically and see honestly what she's doing. So she takes Tucker Carlson's five-minute blurb promoting his sit-down interview tonight with Putin. And she decides to cut in between it and react to it, which is fine, whatever, it's within your purview. But what she says is very indicative of what we've come to understand as the media. It is a bunch of egocentric, narcissistic crybabies who really need people to tell them how special they are. It is a very disappointing industry. Because if you're in it for the right reasons, you are an anomaly these days. So here are four audio sound bites. And she's going to cut in between them and she's going to respond. And what you are going to hear is crybaby butthurt adults who are ticked off that Tucker Carlson is doing what they cannot do. Because Vladimir Putin would never give CNN the time of day. Why would he? It's like, why would Donald Trump appear at a, at a debate as the front runner, knowing full well that all of the opponents would only try to throw stones at him to try to dethrone him? Why, why would I even engage? I know where this is going. I don't need to participate. It does nothing for me. And Putin knows I'm not going to grant interviews to any of these hacks. Even if I sit and I say it very carefully, very slowly, I know exactly how they're going to tell this story. Here's CNN senior political correspondent Abby Phillip relating to Tucker Carlson as a liar. Listen. We interviewed the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. Tucker Carlson is lying from the streets of Russia, no less. Not a single Western journalist has bothered to interview the president of the other country involved in this conflict, Vladimir Putin. That's a lie. Serious news outlets, including CNN, <laughs> have requested Putin to interview over and over again. And so, Abby, why over and over again have you gotten no response? At some point, you need to look in the mirror and you need to see the reflection. You are not trustworthy. You are a propagandist. Tucker Carlson isn't lying. He's just the only one right now that Vladimir Putin trusts. Why is that? Maybe because he's not owned. Audio soundbite number two. She's going to take umbrage with the fact that that Tucker Carlson says, you know what, we figured since nobody's really heard from Vladimir Putin himself in years, right? We have no sit down with the guy in years. Well, why don't we why don't we do that so the American people can decide? Abby doesn't like that. Listen. Most Americans have no idea why Putin invaded Ukraine or what his goals are now. They've never heard his voice. Another lie. Serious news outlets, including CNN, have covered and, of course, reported on Putin's words since this war began, including one of his baseless justifications for the invasion of Ukraine, which he initially claimed was to stop the Nazis. Mm. Abby, the longer you do this, the worse you look. 
Stop using those telltale signs that tip us off that you suck. Baseless claims, uncorroborated, the big lie, MAGA leader. Any of these wacky things that you say, they're demeaning and belittling of a woman of your age. You're mature enough to know not to be a crybaby. He got the interview you did not. Why not just celebrate it and say, hey, it'll be interesting to hear what the guy has to say. And I think that's probably smart because that's not how you feel. Audio soundbite number three. He's gone to, to Russia, Tucker says, for one very basic reason. And you can hear what that reason is now. First, because it's our job. We're in journalism. <laughs> Tucker Carlson is not a journalist, not even close. And his former <laughs> employer in a court case actually agreed, quote, the general tenor of the show should then inform a viewer that Carlson is not stating actual facts about the topics he discusses and is instead engaging in exaggeration and non-literal commentary. Look at what she has to do. She has to resort to dredging up information to try to take a whack at knocking Carlson off of his throne. Why don't you just want to hear what he has to say? What are you afraid of, Ms. Phillip? Because the more you talk and the more you try to say that Tucker Carlson isn't this and he isn't that, remember, it's about freedom, freedom of speech. It's freedom of assembly, freedom to gather, freedom to ask your government to listen to you. Freedom to live your life. Freedom to make decisions that you know are best for you. Freedom to live in a country without a dictatorial corrupt government. That, Abby, is what we're up against. And you're hung up on the fact that he got the interview and you didn't? Grow up. Audio soundbite number four. She's going to then pants on fire. The final lie. Talking about war. We've been in this battle for two years now. Shouldn't the American people and quite frankly, everybody around the world who will be paying attention know why it is that Vladimir Putin decided to go into Ukraine? Go. Two years into a war that's reshaping the entire world, most Americans are not informed. They have no real idea what's happening in this region here in Russia or 600 miles away in Ukraine. For two years, real journalists have risked their lives oh to report from the ground each and every day in Russia and in Ukraine, including two U.S. journalists who are right now baselessly being detained. Baselessly being detained. Why are they being detained? Well, Putin has said exactly why. So has the government surrounding him. They're worried about espionage. I don't know. Is that true or not? I don't know. But if you're an American citizen or you're employed by the United States as a journalist and they detain you in Russia, there's obviously a reason why. Why, Abby? Why would you not ask why? It's a very ugly look. And CNN is desperate for you to believe that they are trustworthy. 
Darn it. Well, let's go back in time. Quick flashback for all of you who enjoy the mashups. Remember when Project Veritas blew the lid on CNN executive leadership telling all of the staff, you know what? We're not going to pay attention to the Hunter laptop story. We're not going to cover that at all. We're sure it's Russian disinformation. And then listen to the media coverage that followed. So, look, here's the deal. We should report it out on our own, see what we can find. We should not go to air or report any of it until we until we do that. Not that we would, obviously. Uh, we should absolutely try to report this out, see what we can find. But we should be very careful and very dubious. I just want to deal in fact, because there is so much speculation out there. And there is zero evidence that Hunter Biden or Joe Biden did anything wrong here. We should note, again, you, you and I have said this on the air many times, there is no evidence that None. Joe Biden was you know, involved in any wrongdoing. Of course, I want to note that there is no evidence that Joe Biden nope. or Hunter Biden has done anything wrong. There is no evidence that either Biden did anything wrong. There's no evidence. There is no evidence. There is not an iota of evidence. Alex, there are fears that what Giuliani is now... <laughs> pushing here in the United States could actually be part of Russia's latest Ooh. and very massive disinformation campaign. Oh, yeah. Russian, Russian disinformation. disinformation. Russian disinformation. This is CNN, <laughs> most trusted name in news. You're yeah. CNN, you're fake news. Yeah, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. So, Abby Phillip, you probably don't want to do that. You probably don't want to sit up in front of the whole country and say, I want to be Tucker Carlson, but I suck too much and I can't be. It's a bad look, girl. Jealousy is a bad color on everybody, as we say, my friends. Even on CNN senior political correspondent. So I want to end today's program before when we get back from the last this last break. I want to talk about Jussie Smollett. Jussie Smollett, yes, making headlines again. It's going to kind of bring us full circle. We're going to Jen Pasaki our way back full circle and we're going to connect some dots. You know, depravity, desperation, weakness and narcissism. When you add them together, woof. Not good. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. You know, I've told this story on this program. My, the youngest of my five sons, who's just six minutes younger than his twin brother. <laughs> but for some reason, I think they're like years apart. It's so stupid. I remember one day after a rain, my son, Shmobby, because we protect the names of the innocent on this program, <laughs> the minors. Um, he was outside and he was juggling a soccer ball. They're on a couple different soccer teams. One of them travels. He was outside. I was delighted he was outside doing some work in the backyard, not on a stupid phone, right? So I'm noticing, I'm like, this is probably not the best time to be doing this. We had a heavy rain day or two before. The ground was muddy. And as evidenced by his muddy footprints and then his scraping of his cleats on the driveway and then on the carpet leading into the house, right? And then leaving the muddy cleats next to the door i saw i thought to to him i said to him i said bob what are you what are you doing here buddy i don't know what you're talking about those muddy footprints what's all that i didn't do that i'm like you mean i didn't see you in the backyard juggling the ball in the mud and then i didn't watch you walk down the driveway and and try to scrape the mud off of your feet and do it right in front of the front door where everybody walks and then scrape it on the carpet leading in no no that wasn't me i'm like i give you one more time one more shot. This is it, my brother. And when you're given, when you're given to pass, you better take it. And he looked at me in the eye and he said, no, 
I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, come on outside with me. I got the water, the power washer. I set it all up and I'm like, you get to power wash the whole daggone driveway. And it's a big driveway. I'm like, don't freaking lie to me. Well, after about two hours of that, which sucks, you guys power washed before? It's a burden, but it's so much, it's so much fun because it's immediate, right? He finally came in and admitted, yeah, I probably should have taken you up on the offer the first time and just told the truth. Well, let's hope that happens next time, is all you can say. Now, what do you say to a grown man, Jesse Smollett, who is continuing the same farcical lie again and again? Headline, Breitbart, Jesse Smollett appears to Illinois Supreme Court to throw out his hate crime hoax conviction. That takes a very special, sizable set of huevos to do that. Everything about this story is so stupid. It's the same it's the same story as climate change, as transgenderism, as LGBTQ agenda, as is COVID, as was January 6th, all of it. High school musical, theatrics intended to create an emotional response and some kind of a monetary reward. I didn't even know who this guy was. I didn't even know what his stupid show was. Empire had no idea. He apparently thought he was a much bigger star than he was. Dude was making six figures a freaking episode. Do you know how many people work their entire lifetimes and don't in a year hit six figures? Well, Jesse thought he wanted more. So he came up with the stupidest story ever that he was jumped on a frigid night because he just had a hankering to go to to Subway to get a a sandwich. Because that makes sense that the dudes were were black guys wearing MAGA hats and that they beat him and pour bleach on him and put a noose around his head. Come on. It's so stupid. Schmobby lies better. (laughs) It's so dumb. Jussie, you suck. Why, why can't you just say, gosh, I'm a pathetic human being. Don't be pathetic like I am. Tell the truth. Be a man. Do what's right. Remember the golden rule. And if you're desperate for attention, go home and see your mom. She's got an arm full of hugs for you. Never-ending supplies. I kiss my kids too, and they hate it. I don't care. Hate crime hoaxer and disgraced actor. Yes, this is where you are, bro. Jesse Smollett is appealing his case to the Illinois Supreme Court in an attempt to try to convince the public that he was really attacked by homophobic racists during a 2 a.m. Subway sandwich run in Chicago in 2019. It's been five freaking years dude you wrote the guys a check they confessed they even went on television and they reenacted what they did your mom doesn't even believe you anymore and yet you can't let go 
It's such a drain and a drag and a waste and an embarrassment. And everywhere you go, people look at you because you've made yourself a face that we recognize and we pity you. What a terrible thing to have felt about you. Pity. It's beyond hate. It's beyond disgust. It eclipses disdain. We pity you. I don't know, and it's got to be different for everybody. But there is that time in everybody's life where you realize that the course that you're on, the path that you're on, and the decisions that you've made have been horrendous. And that you're at a crossroads. And you can either continue on the fork where you are that leads to certain implosion and misery and embarrassment and bankruptcy. Or you get, you get real inside. And you say, this got to stop. It has to end. And I'm the only one to end it. This is what concerns me so much about that small percentage, but vocal and toxic percentage of the Democrat Party. They're unwilling to have that chat in the mirror. And so crazy continues indefinitely. We're pushing back. Can't wait to talk about what we saw. Tonight, we're going to see with Tucker sit down with Vladimir Putin. Open mind, open ears. Good conversation. 21 hours away. Come on back to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Peace.